Hello, everyone. Pastor Deborah here again. We are in another wonderful spiritual teaching for you. This is the Light of Love educational series for you. Just one part of the global network of channels of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries that provides free global spiritual teachings. The other two network channels are the Hidden Kingdoms, sort of the Mama, and one for children, called For Children of All Ages, and this one, The Light of Love. It's a global network of channels teaching on many different topics, providing words of encouragement, slow spiritual teaching of the Word of God, personal experiences of Pastor Deborah, from going from being a licensed clinical mental health counselor and helping people the best way through the world system of mental health counseling, to being a pastor and helping you the Lord's way. My journey was long. It had many tests and trials. It had opportunities. It had times when I was depressed. It had times when I was trying to be killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tests were hard. The attacks were real. They happened in my own home. And they still come. Even today. Mm-hmm. They try to come through the weather. They try to come through animals and even still family members. That's right. Why? Because what I'm speaking is truth to your lies and disinformation. I'm bringing light of love from the kingdom of heaven to you. I'm a messenger of a powerful love. That's just for you. And in this particular video, number six of the Light and Love Global Network channel of Agape Love, Love is Here, we are going to pick up in the story that I had been telling you about that helped me to find you, to learn about you, to understand you, and to hear your silent cries. This is Part number three of so many hands, just so many hands. I had to learn how God's heart felt towards you. He had to teach me, train me, test me so I could go where you were into the fires of the kingdom of darkness, into hell itself if necessary. That's right. And this video is from Pixabay. It's to help you understand a spiritual vision I had that was given to me, an open vision, to help me find you, to see you, to hear you in your world of terror and death, of fire, of torture. And we want to thank Zoom Pro for I'm recording in it. And we want to thank YouTube for putting them up and LinkedIn and Twitter for allowing the videos to come to you also. Thank you. 
for listening and being with us here in the Garden of Eden. Yes, spiritually, we're not here on planet Earth. We could be, but we might be on another planet. We might just sort of be off planet. The Garden of Eden is a spiritual place where God's presence is, his delight, his word is, the living creatures are. You maybe have read about it in his book, the Bible. I use the authorized King James Bible. It has no commentaries. Mm -hmm. We talk and we hear from the Bible about the Garden of Eden, a special place where humanity was put into it and lived in it for a long time. But the living creatures was to manage it and shepherd it and watch over it, protect it, and eat from the fruits of the trees and the berries and the grasses. We were vegetarians. We ate nuts and fruits. We didn't eat animals. We didn't kill anything. We were a representative of the kingdom of heaven on earth. We had the Holy Spirit in us. He was the light, the connection to our Father, our Creator, the Great I Am, the Creator of all. And we lived in harmony with Him, in righteousness, as children, probably like an infant. He talked with us. He walked with us. He even helped us and taught us, gave us commands to follow, gave us purpose and identity. We were made in His image and after his likeness. Our dirt body is sort of a representative. It shows us he has hair, eyelid brows, eyelids, mouth, hands, face. Our own physical body reflects him. And he put inside of us a soul. That was to be our helpmate. For our spirit, called the man, the forever person, didn't didn't come in contact with the earthly body. The earthly, natural world either. It lived in a different realm. The realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to learn about. To find you. The forever person. And help you. With your silent cries. So let's pick up here in part number three of so many hands, just so many hands. But first, let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this story of how you helped me to find them, the love of your life, the ones you knew where they were, but I didn't, the ones you wanted to reach with your light of love and bring them up. Out of the flames, the torture, the grips of slavery and captivity of where they were. Father, thank you for helping me to see them. To understand your heart through Isaiah 61 and 62. Help my spirit to have that gift of discerning of spirits. That I could see and peer into the spirit realm. And I could hear silent cries that I had never heard before. Thank you for training me and teaching me so that I could go forth for you and with you as partners. As you were with your son, Christ Jesus. 
Father, be with us now as I teach in your name, through your Holy Spirit, with your anointing and power as a teacher, a pastor, a mama, so that others may find you and know that their silent cries have been heard and that their hands have been seen and we're coming to reach them in the flames, the fire and the torture of Satan's kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. We had just finished some scriptures. One was Daniel 12, 2 through 3, and Proverbs 4, 18 through 19. We were learning about how we were all going to be judged one day, either as a sheep or a goat, somebody who heard the word of God and obeyed, or somebody that maybe heard it but didn't hear it and had to be herded and plotted and pushed and maybe just wouldn't follow the sound of the voice of the word of God. And he was also going to be judging us on what we did with people, humans, the forever person, spiritually. He saw them as trapped in darkness, flames, hungry, thirsty, clothed in ashes, darkness, and fear, because they were his spiritual brethren. They were Christ Jesus' family. He so identified with them that they were his family, his brothers, that if you attended to them in his spiritual ways for their spiritual needs, you were actually attending to him. That's how close he is to us, how much he acknowledges us as a family member. He would say, I am in you. You are in me. My thoughts are in you, with you, for you. We are one. So what we learned was the sheep hear his voice and can hear you and what it's into use in spiritual ways. Seeing him in them. And though goats, they may have seen you, but they didn't attend to you. Turned away from you. Misused you, abused you. Didn't know you were there, didn't care about you. So we learned that the path of the righteous spiritual person would be bright and shining out and bring the light of love into the flames of fire. But the way of the wicked, the way of the goats, the ways that did of the people who did not attend to you and did not know, did not seek you, but maybe stayed in rituals and religion, doing good works, but never reaching you, the forever person. They would stumble over things that they did not know. And eventually they too would stand before him, Christ Jesus, and be judged for what they did or didn't do. They would be judged on their motives. The reasons why they did what they did or what they did or did not do. Mm -hmm. So let's pick up. Now you are ready to hear the vision, the open vision. That God had to give me over and over again. So I could find you. 
This was not taught in mental health counseling. Sort of reimagining is, um, hypnosis is, helping somebody to close their eyes and imagine. Sort of guided imagery led by the therapist. That was taught to help you visualize through your imagination things. I didn't do any of this. There was no therapist with me. I'm just walking in the parking lot of Walmart by myself, thinking of going into Walmart and going shopping. And a vision went up here. I was in it. I was always shocked when it happened, especially when I never knew anything about the gift of discerning of spirits. Where the Holy Spirit opens up your spirit to see and peer into and hear into the realm of the spirit, the unseen world of to our natural eyes. And that world opens up to you. So I'll pick up now in the story. I still see this spiritual vision today and spiritually hear the silent cries of the precious spiritual children. The human forever person in the kingdom of darkness. This video represents the fire that I would see you in. And I would hear voices calling out to me, screaming, yelling. And you were in the kingdom of darkness. You didn't know that. And at that time, I did not know anything. About the kingdom of darkness, of ignorance, of flames and fire. But I learned through this vision about you. You were the hands. The silent cries of the spiritually least of Christ Jesus' brethren. And mine. Lost to us in flames of fire. Precious, precious spiritual Beings, children, forever persons, trapped in flames and darkness, tortured in their spiritual hearts and minds and bodies. Yes, your spirit has a body. It has a mind. It has feelings. It has eyes, nose, mouth, a head. Yes, it has. It's a real being. And you were being tortured. You were being tortured by the fear of death. Terror and hate. There were creatures around you. You were burning, but always alive, never dying. You were living, yet you were dead. You were dead, but somehow living. You were walking around this world or your planet. With a dirt body. Maybe you went to work. Maybe you were a policeman. Politician. Mother. Child. Infant. Maybe you were a school teacher. College professor. Maybe you're just a business person. But your spirit was in this. You were spiritually living in trances. To survive. The horror. The abuse. You were numb, yet somehow feeling. You were programmed, 
as a mind-controlled slave. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't believe it? You will. Your spiritual heart and mind was addicted to drugs, to serving something, to obeying so you would not be abused. Your soul was addicted to the lust of the flesh, money, corruption, pleasure, to sexual abuse, power. You lived by lies and disinformation, confusion. Your spiritual life, you, the forever person, was so abused that your spiritual heart and mind could not stay whole. But it would fragment, disassociate through your imagination, through the gift from God himself, even though you don't know that. But you would create other people to be awake while your heart, the real you, would spiritually run to a created safe place to hide. We see that in the movie. The Wizard of Oz. Dorothy got a hit on the head. Remember when that tornado came and the windowsill came out? Booper on the head. She went into a coma. She was off in Oz. Many of us do that. Many of us have programs that we live in. We're programmed to be a driver, worker, mother. But the real us might be getting tortured. Mm-hmm. Your life seemed unbearable, unending, no hope, always flames, torture, abuse. As I'm walking to Walmart, this vision opens up. I'm on a white path, and I look down, and I see this. And I started to hear the unseen hands and hear your silent cries of Christ Jesus' brethren and mine. The spiritual vision is always the same, one of light and dark. I'm always walking on a lighted, narrow path, a very small, narrow path. And there is only darkness and fire. Below me. In the darkness. I always see hands. And arms. Reaching up. Through the flames. And I always hear. Silent screams and cries. Of hearts. Of forever people. They that have been crying. For so very long. I am here. I'm real. I'm alive. Please find me. Please help me. I want out. My spiritual ears were now hearing. I was seeing and peering into the realm of the spirit. Into the kingdom of darkness. God had to do that for me. Through the gift of discerning of spirits. So I could learn who you were. Where you were. Where I was going. What my enemy would be the battle that would come 
I want out, you would cry. Please, please, someone help me. I'm down here. I'm afraid. I'm alone and lonely. Silent cries of Christ Jesus' brethren, forever persons trapped in the realm of fire and flames and fear and death, Satan and demons trapped. And I was beginning to hear the silent cries, see the hidden hands through the gift of discerning of spirits. I hurt and I'm in pain. Can't you see me? Can't you hear me? I'm here and I'm alive. Please, please help me. I cry every time his spiritual vision comes to me and is opened up. And I see and hear the spiritually least of Christ Jesus's brethren. That I had been reading about. That needed to be attended to. My spiritual brethren as well. In this dark spiritual place. The kingdom of darkness. I always see. So many hands. Just. So many hands. And arms. Reaching up. Through the flames. I can never see the faces, just the hands, the silent cries of the spiritual hearts and minds are so strong, so loud, and never ending. The pain in their silent cries is so horrible. The fear of death is so powerful, and the smell of Satan's breath is so foul and full of dark flames that is always burning even my spiritual senses my eyes my hearing my sense of smell my taste everything had to be awakened I had to see hear smell and understand with my mind spiritually This kingdom of darkness. That you were living in. And still are. Many of you. Those that are. The spiritual brethren of me. And Christ Jesus. Lost to us. Even in the wombs. Even as infants and children. I had to learn. Where you were. Who you were. And who had you. I can feel Satan's dark fires as he spiritually tightens his spiritual grip of slavery and captivity and darkness and ignorance and confusion and terror and perversions on them. I can see hands being pulled back down by demonic claws as they try to reach up, up. For help. The spiritual vision always fades. When I break down. And I cry to the Lord. 
to Christ Jesus and the King of the Kingdom of Heaven for them and plead, petition, pray for him and with him and to him to help them because they are so precious to him, to all of them. But each and every time I did this, he would say to me, I am sending you in my name. My nature, my authority, and my power of my agape love. I'm sending you with the light of love. No, sir. No, sir. Don't send me. You go. You do something. I don't know anything. I'm not a pastor, and I wasn't at the time. I wasn't a spiritual mother anointed and blessed. At the time, I could see now that he needed to send somebody, but it wasn't going to be me. I was not qualified. But he stood steady. He said, no, I will send you. I will teach you and train you. And you will go with me and for me. You will take the light of love into the fires of hell itself, into the darkness. No matter where I go now. A parking lot. In my car, it happened there too. In my home or at church, the spiritual vision would open up as God needed to keep teaching me, training me, helping me to see you and the need for great understanding. I see the hands and I would hear your silent cries. The silent cries were always overwhelming. And there was just so many hands. Just so many hands. But before I could go, the spiritual father had to do many tests with me. Get me ready. Test me. And get me anointed. And we'll pick up in the next video how that began. It began with the question, when I realized I'm going, he's going to send me. He asked me just one question. How much was the salvation of one of these Satanists, these witches, these people that are trapped in this? Might be a politician, president, prime minister, a judge, police officer, a school teacher. Might be a child, might be a religious teacher, soldier, business owner. How much were their spiritual life, their salvation and deliverance from this fire? How much was this Satanist? Those that were serving Satan, even knowingly or unknowingly. That we're doing witchcraft, a cult, living in this, running the world for Satan. How much was their salvation worth to me? That was his question he asked. And I go, what? And I'll pick up 
with that story in part number seven. But right now, just know, when you're trying to help people, you must have open visions. You must have spiritual understanding. God must be teaching you, leading you, guiding you in the realm of the spirit. Not by what religion tells you to do or the world's organization show you is how you help people. When you read the Bible from a spiritual context, with spiritual eyes, and you hear with your spiritual ears his words of spirit and life, and you get the understanding that God himself, we learn from Christ Jesus and a woman at a well, that God is a spirit, and he is looking for humanity's spirit to worship him in spirit and in truth, having knowledge of him spiritually, not to go to mountains and pray or buildings or temples. He's not interested in what your physical body does unless it is being directed by the spirit through the soul and out to the physical body. It has to be spirit-led, spirit-directed. But he's looking for your spirit, that forever person, that upon your earthly death, no matter when it comes, in the womb, in infancy, in old age, and how it happens, there is a being in there, we all hear about it, that goes on up or down. Those that I was going to reach were already here. They were in the flames of hell, They were in Satanism, witchcraft, the occult, unsaved, and other religions. This is where they lived spiritually. And I had to learn who you were, what your condition was. So visions came, heartbreaking for you, tears crying for you to be helped. I was shocked when God said, I'm sending you. I'm only 5'2". I had no knowledge of spiritual anything. Wasn't even in any kind of school to be a pastor at that time. But the visions were coming. I was called to help people. And I thought the way was mental health counseling. And I became a student. Highly educated, state licensed, nationally certified. So God knew my love of helping people was there. Of course, he gave it to me, but it was the wrong way. So now I had to start all over and learn how to help you in the realm of the spirit. I had to go fast. He was in a hurry to reach you. I had to be a willing student, disciple. I had to study hard, read six, eight books. Go to church, maybe six, seven nights a week. Watch movies, read the Bible, write the Bible, pray, study, worship. A lot of this I did at home. But sometimes I did it when I was in my car driving. I know I wouldn't read the book then, maybe at a red light. I had jobs, had a family. But I did it, and I got there. All along the way, just like we are in regular school, you get tested. 
each week on new words you're trying to learn how to write or spell math problems. I was in school in the realm of the spirit to reach you, the forever person. So I want to welcome you into the kingdom of the light of love. If you want to come out right now of these flames, if you want to grab my hand, let me take you out to say yes. Know that the light of love has come through this video and you can come out of this and be born again. Brand new. And you won't have many memories of that old life. You'll be filled with love, joy, peace, mercy, compassion. All your thirst will be dealt with. New clothes, righteousness, all that we were told needed to be attended to. What happened to you? Even in the flames, in your heart, just say, yes, I want that new birth. I want to come out. We already know you do want to come out. And you want help. To say yes. And the light of love comes right where you are. The Holy Spirit comes inside of your spirit. And you're born again. And then we'll give you Hebrews 4.12. A spiritual circumcision. Where you can come up freely out of the soul. Out of the lust of your eyes. Out of the lust of your flesh and the pride of life. And you'll still be attached to your physical body. But when you come back into your soul, you'll be new and different. Your soul will recognize it, and it might be a battle. Because your soul does not want to give up its rulership, its lust. It wants the same life it's been living. It doesn't want its lies, its deeds to be known. And your light, the Holy Spirit, it already knows them. But it thinks you'd... Other people don't know. But Pastor Deborah knows. When I need to know something about someone or an event, I just ask God, what is going on? He knows. He knows every motive, what we do, why we do things, why we get angry, why we abuse. He knows. So I just ask him. And he tells me. So then I know how to deal with you. Mm-hmm. I've talked to politicians. They serve other gods. They don't know this God. And they have lived a life and they hide and they're corrupt. People are living ignorance. They choose themselves over others. They hurt life and nature and resources. It's just about me. So, I want you to know there's help. We have come into your flames. And the Holy Father will do his work. He will fulfill his Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. So welcome back into the family of God where we will care for you. Oh, your physical life may never change. Death will come to all of us. Yours might come sooner when you accept this light of love. But your forever person will go on up. And you're in the family now. Be well cared for. There's a lot that are already there waiting to meet you. 
Now, I usually just send you on off, say I'll tell, see you later, because I got work to do. I have to keep going back into the flames. I go into hell itself to reach people. So you be blessed. The light of love has come to you, to the hands, in the fire. Now, today, love always and forever, Pastor Deborah, and I'll see you in part number seven of the light of love. Mm -hmm. And we'll pick up. So you will learn how light comes to you. Who brings it? I'm not the only one. I'm sure there's others. This is just my story. And how it went from hearing you to knowing you. And being tested by the flames itself. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had to overcome fear of death. Mm -hmm. I had to fight for you in the courtroom of the universe against Satan himself. I had to fight through hating you, not wanting to help you, because you're trying to kill me. I had to love you with the light of love, no matter what. I had to look at your spirit. I had to understand your soul, the lust of its flesh, its greed, its lusting, why it's abusive, why it lies. I had to understand our three-part system of spirit, soul, and physical body. I had to understand and still do teach about mental health for the soul. And I know quite a lot, but not a lot about the physical body and what it needs to be healthy. We are a three-part system, a kingdom, a king, the spirit, that's submitted to the Holy Spirit of the kingdom of heaven. And from our spirit, the forever person, we shine out and rule our soul, the helpmate. And then the soul takes that information, those laws and commands, shines that out. To the physical body. And brings all under subjection. To the spirit. Called the Holy Spirit. The governor. And we have a culture of the kingdom of heaven. With inside of us. So that we can go into the darkness spiritually. And reach the hands. Like you. Love. Always and forever. Pastor Deborah. I'll see you in the next part of the light of love, number seven. Bye.